Grace be unto, unto you and peace from God, our Father, from our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife? Perpetual question, I suppose. Certainly in our day when marriage and divorce are dealt with so casually as they are, what's striking is that it was a real issue back then when marriage was not so casual and in fact it bound families together and not just individuals. Is it lawful, asked the teachers of the law, not unlike the pastors and deaconesses and leaders of the church today whose role it is to hold lives together, especially but not only among the people of God? Is it lawful? It's the category of lawful. Starting out with the question of lawful, that seems a little striking when they put their question to Jesus. Whether their question was real, and there may have been some genuine interest in his answer, as well as uh, it uh, maybe being devious. They, um, I suspect, kind of forget that Jesus was a Lutheran. And the category of lawful doesn't fly as far among Lutherans as it does among Pharisees or others. Now, Jesus does take their question and take it uh, back to Moses, but very quickly moves to a rather major but, and then takes the question beyond what is lawful, which is to say what is permissible, or more cynically, what you can get away with, and takes it, in fact, to the intent of God himself, marriage as blessing. Marriage as the finest of blessing. Marriage as complementarity. Marriage as fulfillment. Marriage as good, as God says, good, so often in Genesis 1, and fruitful. Marriage as the gift and the giving of life. Marriage as microcosm of the unity and the harmony of God's universe. Divorce, about as far from God's intent as hiding behind a tree when God approaches the garden. In fact, God graces marriage with its own set of mathematical formulas. Husband and wife, the two shall become one. One plus one equals one. And when you take one away from that, you don't have much left. Or again, where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. One plus one equals Three, and you take one away, and it's usually the Lord. As proper as lawful may be, and as pertinent in a lawless world that we live in, which is to say I'm not meaning to trivialize the pain and the hurt that leads from marriage to divorce, nor the heart-numbing 
pain of the counselor who tries to hold life together for people in the middle of that pain, nor the need sometimes to try to salvage the least worst solution to what is a very difficult situation. It's just that when you start with what is lawful, especially in the life of God's people, it sounds like you're beginning with minimal expectations, which themselves are often fulfilled sort of grudgingly, which is to say we're really not dealing just with marriage and divorce here. We're dealing with a mindset. We're dealing with an approach to life. What is lawful may keep us legally clean. What is lawful may keep us from being dismissed from job or call. What is lawful may uh, keep our grades up enough to get out of this place. What is lawful may uh, keep us looking fine as other people can see us, but it misses by miles what God pronounces as good. And it misses by even further from the heart of God who doesn't operate with a checklist of duties because he deals with life. He gives life. He gives grace to uphold life, forgiveness to repair life, and his spirit to renew life. Lawful? Well, that's awful. The built-in self-deception is that we can somehow commend ourselves to God by dotting all identifiable I's and crossing all obvious T's. And when we become comfortable in the abode of the lawful, we find we can pretty much do what we need to do by ourselves. The problem, in other words, of law-abiding people is that impressed with ourselves, we are oblivious to God. And that's the occupational and spiritual hazard built into the calling of the pastor or the deaconess or all who reach out in love to others. Lawful? I don't think so. In fact, it's not by accident. I don't know if you noticed or not. It's not by accident that our Lord follows and contrasts this conversation about what is lawful with a view over there to those children and a commendation and an invitation. Those children whose open trust has no stake in seeking out the lawful and no desire, no need, no even thought to somehow whittle their open trust down to what is manageable and what is defensible. Lawful. Our Lord exposed 
the bankruptcy of the lawful and suffered the travesty of the lawful who used the lawful to perpetrate the lawless on him the sentence of death. Lawful. It's just that he came for this. He came to bear that which is lawless and takes life and that which is lawful and sucks life. Lawful? Don't go there. It's a dead end. It's a no win. Look to the cross. You're his. You are not your own, thank goodness. And you're not bound to scrummaging up enough lawful to make your way to him. It is from him that there is life. Life now, life together, life forever. May the peace of that God, which surpasses all understanding and all desire for what is lawful, keep you in hearts and minds and homes and families in Christ Jesus for the long haul. Amen.